Here we go. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Sketches and chaps, puppies, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. The chat is the mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are our coats, then the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants, then the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. Greetings, listener dear. We're back on this day of all days, the day you're listening to the podcast. Um, I thought it was a particularly exciting day, and it is. It yes. felt like the kind of day that you were going to start listening to this podcast, and it is. You've proved us right. It's today. The prophecy is fulfilled. And on this day, one shall press play, and their ear canal may be filled with voices from Tom. Matthew. Hello. And Ben. Hello. That's right. And producer Pex is here. Cluck, cluck, cluck it away. There he is. (laughs) Um, We are here to, yes, deliver. As it was foretold to you on this day. What's happened to you today that's made you want to press play and listen to this? Yes. We'll never know. We'll never know the secrets of your mind, but you'll know almost too much about ours. Yes, we're going to unload into your ear canal. (laughs) As is our want. Uh, It's one of the true joys of our... uh, Lives. Lives. No, it is. This genuinely is the best part of our job, is... Giving you a little bit of chat for the next 40 or 50 min-mins. <laughs> it's a corker today, correct? Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt, the silliest one we've done in ages. And uh, a lot of fun. Certainly my cup of tea. You I like it? I'm not even that much of a fan of tea. What do you oh. prefer, tea or P-Bam? You'll never know. <laughs> oh, we're not going to do a Twitter poll. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's not, let's not beat around the uh, bush of tea leaves does, does tea grow on a bush <laughs> I think so yeah well let's not beat around that tea bush let's get right in to bangers and mash as we know Clarky break it down for us oh yeah so we do some chat that's the mash that's the mash and then we drop in some little extra bits some little bonus bits and that is the bangers exactly right you have a good time we have a good time but most of all your ear canal is decorated with joy <laughs> 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 right? yes. I think that seems fair enough. Yeah, crack yeah. it. Well, let's get yeah, into it then. Whip crack away. We started off by talking about hot air balloons. Wow. Hot air balloons, right? Yeah. Yes. You'd really kick it. How do you feel? Where'd you stand? <laughs> Where'd you stand on hot air balloons? What, what? in the basket bit? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's where I've been doing that's it where wrong. No wonder you've got such a gorgeous colour to you. You've been inside the balloon. Such an uncomfy journey here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who doesn't know where to go on a hot air balloon. Do you, could you ride on the top, uh, like lying on the top of a hot air balloon, or would you just go straight through? I bet Bond's no, done you it. Could, yeah, you, uh, has Bond done it? No, but Jackie Chan has. It, oh. uh, he did it as an actual stunt jumped off a cliff onto the top of a go. hot air balloon are you sure Bond hasn't I think he did did he do one where it was on he was like on a um, you know one of the, the bigger ones the ships like a blimp yeah uh, I think there is yeah there he's, is there's he's blimped he, he's blimped he's, he's blimped. blimped yeah he's blimped, he's blimped. <laughs> <laughs> Clarky, you're off the hook for this episode, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I was going to say he blimped his ride Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should have committed to it. Yeah. Fact, James Bond has never been on top of a hot air balloon. Q's hot air balloon appears in Octopussy. And Bond hangs off the bottom of a hot air balloon in the world is not enough. 
Here's the question, right? You, this is, and I'm, I'm concerned. This is how I'm getting about how I live my life. If you wait, you're concerned you're getting about by hot air balloon. No, this is what I'm like. A hot air balloon would be a treaty ride to buy someone and go like, oh, I'm in a hot air balloon. As in like a red letter day. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. But here's lovely my thing. thing. If you die in a hot a air balloon. A treaty ride is not what they're called, a by tre- the way. A treaty ride. <laughs> a treaty ride. It was a, a treaty ride. It was a lovely treaty ride. That's a nice phrase, isn't it, for you? I've, I I got my wife a treaty ride on a horse. Uh, Thank for, God, that's uh, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got her a treaty ride on a horse yeah she's not used it I've just realised we'll, we'll have to go uh, it's got to be soon August birthday go. it's got to be soon I bet 90% well I'd say 70% of red, red letter days just the never yeah. they sit in a drawer they don't get used I'm going to say 30 let's call red letter days and find out okay and let's bet £50 on it Whoa. let's bet a, a red letter day on it that's, that's great a bet. great bet. That's a great bet. Okay, okay so what do you... What do you, what do you, you s- said 70, I said 30. Oh. 70, 30. Closest wins. Well, so um, do I, I'm going on it, whether or not. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the plus you're one. The, you're the plus one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I've, I've absolutely lucked out. You know what I've done? I've blimped my blimp. You've blimped your blimp. <laughs> absolutely blimped my blimp today. <laughs> I've had a treaty ride. I've had a real treaty ride and I've blimped day. my blimp. Have you ever been on the red letter day? Nah, no one has. <laughs> they just don't go. So um, let's just get this right again. You reckon 70% go on um, I reckon um, unclaimed? 70, no, no. Oh, he I'm 70. 70 he's 30. I reckon 30%. Okay, 70%. Clarky, 70%. You, 30%. Yeah. It's a bit like, yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky, isn't it? Because, like, basically, most gifts go unused. I'm feeling very confident about my red letter day. Yeah. I'm already deciding what it's going to be. Okay, well, well, well. Do you want to? Should we chat about hot air balloons first? Okay, or you talk about my Zorb ball later? We go Zorbin. Oh, it's Zorbin. I mean, oh, oh, could you fill the Zorb with hot air and do a doubler? No. What Zorb off the edge of a cliff? You don't want to do that, mate. The helium Zorb. <laughs> your voice would be so. How was your high. It was a treaty ride. I was inside the helium Zorb. <laughs> um. So I blimped my Zorb. I blimped my Zorb. Chan probably could. Chan could fill a Zorb full of helium. Of he could. Ain't no thing Chan can't do. Apart from pay his tax. Did he pay his tax? Oh, I'm sure he did. Oh, <laughs> no. Chan's the one for Clarky. Eh? Yeah. Chan's your absolute idol, Chan will isn't Clark. it? Yeah. Chan will Clark. Clark will defend <laughs> Chan. You're right. <laughs> Clark will defend Chan more than Stink. Oh, right. Yeah, this is a good one. Okay. <laughs> It, right. Yeah. There's a train coming down the There's tracks. There's a hot air balloon. There's a hot air about balloon. About to land. About to land. Either Sting or Chan. Exactly. You could, you could <laughs> either, a weird you, scenario. You could either turn on a fan <laughs> and it blows it and it co- collapses on Sting. I'll tell you who'd do something like that. Or you could not turn on a fan. Hang on a second. We want to oh, find this out. For sorry, go on. Not turn on a fan and it lands on Chan. Okay? Yeah. Who As a can fan, I, can I, just I say, would say that Chan turns me on more than Sting. I'd say Chan. He answered that in a very cryptic way. And yeah. like it. <laughs> it, took, it, took us, it took us both a long time to clock what you were on about. Do you know who's playing the villain who's doing this? Christoph Weitz. Waltz. Yes. Christoph Waltz. He's the kind of guy who would do that sort of thing. I have Sting. Oh, you like him. He's one of your singers, I believe. One of my singers. But who is this? Chan, your friend. <laughs> he's doing Chan in Chan's voice. That's the worrying thing. That's what he can do. He's very versatile as an actor. Very, he's very versatile. Much like my good self. <laughs> you are quite a versatile actor, aren't you? you can Bless do, you for saying so. You can do uh, bald guy shouting. Yes. Bald guy shouting and sweating. I'm in my Zorb, man! <laughs> very sweaty in the Zorb. 
I'm in my Zorb Man. Oh, I would watch that sitcom. That's a hell of a character for I'm in my, I'm in my Zorb Just Man. Just a character who's constantly in a Zorb. How long do you think the I could last? The Flaming Lips sitcom. How, how long do you think I could last in a Zorb? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I'm um, going into my Zorb. David Blaine style. I'm, yeah, I'm not coming out of it You're for how it. long. How long do you think I could do? Have you got food and water in the Zorb? I think that's you can put question. food and water into a Zorb. Yeah, you can. I'm not it's sure a, you're allowed to do this on your red letter day. Because how long can you survive without food or water is a different question, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's very much a different question. Like, and I thought that was can, the question you were people asking. People can push a sandwich into the Zorb for me. It will absorb it. But then you have to go to the toilet. If I run a Zorb company, I'd be using the absorb joke every day. Oh, I know. You, you, you gloated so much for that it will absorb it. I've got nothing for it. Correct. Now, the question is, where are you going to go to the toilet inside the Zorb? Oh, it won't absorb that. It won't absorb that, mate. I will absorb anything for love. Well, you do. Ooh. I think you do have... <laughs> uh, that one. That one we should take a little moment on. I know. I've uh, got, got it away. Can I just ask, Tom? You know when you said I would absorb anything for love to... To sort of three different tunes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it settled down, didn't it? In it the end? settled down eventually when you when you when you worked out what you wanted to do. What what, what were you on about there? <laughs> I think it got away. I don't think we can dispute that one. It, it no, looked think... like it, it looked like it was going to have trouble, and then it got through. <laughs> the, the, got fumbled by the fielders over the boundary line. I'll take it. It squeezed through a very <laughs> that, that's all. We hit. thought it's not going to get through these. <laughs> not going to get down this alleyway. Or oh, slides perfectly down. I reckon if you give me a, if I if there's a place I can poop out of and there's a place food there can is, come it's in there is because you're asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a, one already. If the Zorb has a mouth and an arse, if you will, then I reckon two months. Two Whoa, months in a Zorb. Two months? No, oh you don't. my god. Facts. The record for longest Zorb ride is held by Steve Camp, who travelled 570 meters. The record for fastest Zorb ride is held by Keith Culver who reached a speed of 52 km per hour. There is no current record held by Guinness for the longest time spent in a Zorb. Will someone put this on telly? Uh, man <laughs> spends two months in Zorb. My, my so-called Zorb life. Something like that. <laughs> the boy in the bubble. The boy in the bubble. The boy in the bubble. The what? ledge in the sphere. So the legosphere. The legosphere. Well, they call it the They call it the legosphere. No one knows why. Things I could still do: travel, dance, um, mostly a two. Uh, exercise. As long as, you, as long as I can still dance, I'm happy. That's right? the, that's always been Tom Perry's motto. I'd be without human contact, but I'd be with company. What about the, everyone would want to hang around with legosphere? Could you let other people into the Zorb? Oh, that, that's an interesting idea, isn't it? Can you a double Zorb? No, visit. thank you. <laughs> Could you have a conjugal visit inside your Zorb? Oh yes, please. Or I could bet someone's done that. Someone, someone must have banged in a Zorb, right? Listener, dear, if you've banged in a Zorb, tweet us a then you win a red letter day. <laughs> do you think so? I bet one of those bloody. Do you know who's done it? Bloody two New Zealand instructors. Oh, two horny New Zealanders. Would I have bet done Sting's it, done it. Sting's for hours. had tantric Zorb two months. sex. Tantric Zorb <laughs> with Sting. Oh, that's a terrible, that's a diabolical plot in Christoph Waltz's evil plan to conquer Hollywood. So, wait, can I just check this plan? The plan is he's going to trap you in a Zorb for two months and at the end of it you've got to kill Jackie Chan. No, 
this is the way it starts is he's about to land a hot air balloon on Jackie Chan or Sting yeah he's about to I try and save him for Clarky's benefit of course it'd really be the it'd be the Thank turn you, of you know 2016 has been bad enough as it is but oh Clarky that would absolutely yeah. you can't lose that Sting absolutely. in trying to save Chan and Sting I get caught and trapped in a zord by Christoph Waltz this is an amazing movie but here's the twist he sends in uh, you know <laughs> What a twist. What an absolute twist. The picture's slightly falling apart. Uh, I was going to say Jennifer Lawrence or someone like that. Well, you've got got to have Jennifer Lawrence in it. That's that's, that's Hollywood rules. And she comes into the Zorb and we have this kind of will-they-won't-they relationship. That's the middle third. So you're basically... (laughs) Basically, your dream is you want to have sex with Jennifer Lawrence in a Zorb. Well, I think that's everyone's dream. Give and take the Zorb. (laughs) (laughs) The Zorb's not... The Zorb's not a deal-breaker. For me, for Lawrence, it is. Yeah. <laughs> very particular about the Very, Zorb. very exacting standards, hasn't she? Yeah. I think that both the Zorb and you are the two deal-breakers. <laughs> anyway, we've digressed brilliantly away oh, from... Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> Thankfully. The reviews are in, guys. We've, we've digressed brilliantly. <laughs> a real return to form. On guys, the can, I just tell you, can I just tell you one thing? If you're listening to this at the moment, you're currently loving it. <laughs> It's important because there may be a moment. I, I can see a lot of people with their finger hovering over the button thinking, should I just delete this download? No, mate. You are having a cracking time. You're yeah. having a red letter day. You're having a, this You've is, given your ear canal a red letter day. This, is, this podcast <laughs> is a red letter day for your ears. Fact, you are loving this podcast. Anyway, here's my question to get back to where we began. Yes. You're in a hot air balloon. Yeah. All right. It crashes. Yeah. Yes, sir. At what point do you go, ah, what the fuck was I doing in a hot air balloon? Oh, I imagine about, I'd imagine about 10 seconds into the hot air balloon. Like, right? how cross would you be with yourself for putting yourself through the hot air balloon thing? And that's my worry about, like, it's like risk, isn't it? But, like, yeah. you, go, like you go in the hot air balloon and you'd be like, oh, this isn't safe. This isn't as safe as other things. I'm in but a- it's fun. But why... Why am I in a wicker basket, for God's sake? Yeah, who yeah. trusts so wicker high anymore? up? But then I imagine, <laughs> apart from picnic goers, Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear loves a, loves a bit of wicker. He loves a bit of wicker. But you don't see the wicker you don't man. See cars <laughs> wicker, wicker anymore, do you? No, the, 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 the wicker rid of wicker cars. The wicker, quite early. The wicker car was a short-lived mm. invention. Yeah, a wicker car. <laughs> a wicker car. Um, the bless you. <laughs> oh dear that doesn't work at all um, so no the wicked car was, was a short lived invention we didn't didn't see much of it so Clark, we, we, his wicker trousers didn't get much wear oh they'd be scratchy wouldn't they, they were wicker they trousers. were they were very awkward but they were in the gap sale so what can you do well that's it is that how you is that how you style yourself Clarky what's in the gap sale pretty much what's in any sale <laughs> <laughs> what's in the sale what's in the skip yeah. um, do, people we wicker, do, do people wear wicker hats uh, I don't. I mean, people wear people wear straw hats, but I don't think wicker hats. Wicker hat would be just a bit too heavy. The wicker industry is not thriving, is it? I think they they make a lot of uh, Fortnum and Mason's hampers, stuff like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the hamper the outside hamper's of very, hampers though. Outside um, of hampers and, and baskets, that's it, isn't it for wicker bins? Wicker bins. Wicker bins. Yeah, the waste that's paper. Was that what Edward Lee, uh, Edward Snowden got uh, in trouble for? The wicker bins. <laughs> well, it, it, it is leaked all over the pavement. So, no, a wicker bin to, will leak. Yeah. He, did, he had to go to Sweden, didn't he? Because his wicker bin leaked. Fact: Pappies have confused Edward Snowden with Julian Assange and will continue to do so for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Where is he at the moment, Snowden? I don't know. He's in an embassy, isn't he? Shall we find him? Could that be our gift to the world? Do you world? think he listens? Do you think well, he's got a lot of time on his hands? And he's got a lot. He's got a lot of his mind on the web, hasn't he? I wonder who's the. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of his mind's out there on the web. Do you reckon Edward Stone's listening today? I, hope I tell is. you what. If you're a, if you're a friend of uh, Snowden, send him a recommend. Say, look, you, you have a, you've had a tough time with it because of the web. Give your ear canal a red letter day. <laughs> you're stuck. In, you're stuck in that embassy. Take your hands in ours. Yeah. <laughs> And come fly oh, on a hot air balloon <laughs> Think Snowden's a reef fan? <laughs> got two ears and a heart, hasn't he? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. If you work in that embassy, do you think you've got the arsehole with Snowden? Because he's pretty much moved in and he's not going anywhere. And he can't leave. But they invited him in, didn't they? Yeah, but like you invite but people around. It's like, you know, the end of a dinner party when someone's like <laughs> yeah. helping themselves to another bottle of wine. And it's like, well, it is half one, mate. And we have got work tomorrow. Do you think Do you think the life of Edward Snowden could be made into you, me and Dupree too? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Is it like Edward Snowden if you... Uh... He's the housemaid that just won't leave. Else the CIA will kill him. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad movie idea oh yeah I quite like it do you think he lives it up do you think he's just like he's farting away poking on a big cigar po- poking on it yeah <laughs> I poke know, on I, a cigar I think do you token I bet he's having a restricted a game no- of Pokemon Go am I right guys <laughs> but it's frustrating being bloody Edward I'm as frustrated as Edward Snowden playing Pokemon Go <laughs> <laughs> It's just across the road. <laughs> I can't get there. It's a good it's South a high African stakes. Is he South African? Game. South African, isn't he? I Snowden. believe so. Yeah. Oh, he's not American. No, I think he's, no, South, I think African. he's South African. Bloody hell. Did not know so. that. Producer Pegs will know. I know, but we can't ask him. Can we not? No, he's right there, but we can't. for yes. And one <laughs> cluck for no. Okay. Is Edward Snowden Producer American, Pex. Producer Pegs? Producer Pegs. One cluck for yes, two clucks for no. Wait, is he American? Is, is he American? Question? He's American, guys. He's American? No, that wasn't... I thought that was one clock for no. You asked if... Is he American? One clock for yes, two clock oh, for Oh, sorry. He's American. He's American. Well, he did... All his leaks were from the FBI and the CIA, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. They but... weren't from the Table Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't from a bloody built-on factory, were they? Is the secret, you guys? It is not a real table. Oh, God, that's not good. It is a mountain. <laughs> not bad is it no it's, it's more like this the it's fucking more like prawns. this you fucking prawn you fucking you can't prawns. Do, you can say it's fucking, you prawns. fucking prawn. if well, you go to there's Africa, a lot of secrets in district nine the only the only secret you give is from a prawn factory <laughs> prawn. stick another prawn on the barbie on the braai <laughs> on the braai on the braai oh it's a different life i tell you what the life in south africa yeah you've been to south africa haven't you I know. Imagine what if I was telling you that response. for the first time. You've been in South Africa. Oh my god! <laughs> We're going to do an episode of This Is Your Life where you've not really been paying attention to your life. <laughs> oh, that's not bad, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, All the things you've forgotten, you've done. Fact: Tom went to South Africa in 1999, visiting Cape Town, Johannesburg, and Durban. Julian Assange is Australian. In fact, the bright lifestyle in South Africa, this is the kind of thing Edward Snowden misses out on, because that fucker, he can't barbecue anymore, can he? Yeah, but we've, we've established he's not South African. No, but you can still barbecue if you're not South African. No, you can't, mate. That's the, do you not see the, the ruling? The that rules was, are... That was the key leak in WikiLeaks. <laughs> the, the, rule, FBI the, rule, no, the rule is you can't barbecue indoors, right? And Edward Snowden 
He's in his life indoors. Wait, does he? I've got a fucking broy. I've got a fucking prawn. Give me a broy, man, you wiki leak bastard. It's the life of Edward Snyder. There's a fucking Pikachu right over there on the pavement, and I want to have a barbecue. That went to Wales via Pakistan. You know that? Yeah, it really did. That's where Snowden's route. Wales via Pakistan. The Welsh embassy first. He headed to the hills. He went up the Khyber Pass. And ended up in, <laughs> is it a Swedish embassy? We, look, I think the what poor life of Edward Snowden. This is what, what I What we've established, Thomas, we right. know nothing of Edward Snowden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we well, should have no. gone and seen that Benedict Cumberbatch movie. Like everyone else did. Yeah, it was about, it was about, uh, yeah, like. <laughs> oh, I thought that was about um, the uh, Sherlock guy. <laughs> no, he is. Snowden? No, no, Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> plays Sherlock. Ah. <laughs> what, you in a film about Edward Snowden? It was, a, it was a bizarre film. It was a bizarre film. Okay, here's my story. I've got it right. We all have to pitch a plot, a, a, a film plot. Okay, I like a, this. Around Edward Snowden and his life being stuck in an embassy. Okay. okay. So mine's a rom-com. Yeah, sure. Right? He's looking out his window, trying to catch the Pokemon that's over in the park, because it gets young viewers involved. Right? So it's, it's, it's a rom-com. No, he, the, the he, Pokemon's the routine. Oh, okay. He, he sees... A beautiful Swedish lady. A beautiful right. Swedish Pikachu. From she South Africa. Who will buy my wonderful schnitzels? <laughs> Do they sell schnitzels? What anyway. A schnitzel salesman comes past the park right in front of where his Pokemon is that he can't get to. And the Pokemon is like a symbol for this woman. It's going to be like his love. They make eye contact. She Wait, sees can, sorry, can, can she be a symbol a for this woman? Clarky. Clarky. Yeah, mate. What the bloody hell's going on in this plot? <laughs> no I'm, idea. I'm buying you guys some time it's... so you can come up with your Edward Snowden. Well, I've got another one. No, this you is can't the first have two. Okay. So wait, so he's, he's in love with the Swedish Edward girl Edward Snowden who's falls in love with a schnitzel salesman in the park. Okay. And he, can't, he knows if he goes to the park, he'll be caught by the CIA when he they're outside. Okay. Um, like uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Right. So oh Snowden's looking across, and, and the film is a rom com. Yeah, oh, so it's a uh, romance. By the way, can I just say? Yes, uh, of course. Listener, you're really enjoying this episode. Yeah, yes. just thought we should. Really, this, this is crazy. It's a red letter day for you. Snowden's going. I really want to go and see that schnitzel lady. Schnitzel's lady's like, who will buy my wonderful schnitzel? She tries to get a job at the embassy so that they can be together. Okay. The, anyway. All the long and short of it is the end of the film, Snowden needs to decide, will he cross the road to kiss the schnitzel lady and then get arrested by the CIA? What does he do? It's like the end of Crocodile Dundee. He crosses the road, he goes to kiss the lady, he ch- catches the Pokemon instead. The oh. CIA go to pounce, schnitzel's ladies put a schnitzel in their tailpipe. Like Beverly Hills Cop. Like Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> and he gets the Pokemon and the girl. And so then as a, as a they, have a, they have a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> they barbecue the they Pokemon. They all pop in their Zorb and have a conjugal visit. It's not great. Ah, we've but stopped. there's something in a man who can't leave his house seeing a lady and they're being love and he, the only way he can talk to her is um, through song. It's a musical. It's a musical. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. We'll, we'll launch the Kickstarter, I suppose. I guess get, let's, get, let's get that going. Yeah. Clarky, have you got one? Uh, is it like Home Alone? Because that's the other one. Is that the other one? Yeah. You okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Embassy Alone. Tom. Tom. The idea of a, the idea of writing a film is not that you get an existing film and apply it to another a story. Yes, that, it is. Yeah, it kind of is. Actually, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jack Frost Two. Edward Snowman. 
Oh, How hello. Right. It doesn't snow in the embassy. It doesn't snow in the embassy. So, so he's melting. Oh, my God. Hang on. Edward Snowden's it's dead It's a bit like Frozen. He's got to keep the room really cold because he can create snow out of his this fingers. This is a very similar film to mine. Edward Snowden's dead dad. Ed- Edward Snowhands. Edward Snowhands. Edward Snowhands. <laughs> Jack Frost 2. Edward, Edward Snowhands. <laughs> Jack Frost. So, so Edward Snowhands' dead dad Wait, appears to him as a snowman Edward Snowhand in the Luke. park. Edward Snowhand Luke, right? Let's... <laughs> He's chasing the, Jack Frost he's 2, Edward eggs. Snowhand Luke. He eats 50 frozen eggs. He has his eggs frozen. He has his eggs frozen. For fertility reasons. <laughs> he's going to Brazil. He's going to Brazil. He wants to avoid the Zika virus, so he's had his eggs frozen. <laughs> Edward this is current. This is the one that's got everything. This is and it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas miracle. Edward Snowden. If you've got snow hands, every time you, uh, you know, you'll, you'll freeze your... Every time you scratch your balls. He freezes, yeah, he's he's freezes got snow balls. sperm himself. Yeah. He can freeze his own eggs with his snow hands. Yeah. Okay, this is I great. I need so a lover with a snow hands. hands. I, I need a lover with a cold touch. A finger. Um. <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> so he, he freezes his eggs so he can throw them down to the snitchel salesman. Oh, no. Oh, yes. It's the worst snowball fight in history. <laughs> Who will buy my frozen schnitzels? My schnitzel's frozen, love. What does that mean? <laughs> that's the final. That's it's like it's the, like the final line of the trailer. Yeah, that's like it's a dog. A dog with sunglasses goes. My schnitzel's frozen, baby. And then it cuts to you know oh, in cinemas this summer. It's the Pokemon, a Digimon, a little Pokemon, a little Pikachu with sunglasses goes. I've heard about a frozen schnitzel, but this is ridiculous. South African. South African. Give me a prawn, baby. I froze my prawns. I froze my prawns on this squirtle. We should definitely pitch this film. This is the best up movie idea of all time. (laughs) So it's Jack Frost 2, Edward Snowhands, Frozen 2. Brackets. Uh, Snowhand Luke. Snowhand Luke. (laughs) Edward Snowhand Luke. Colon frozen. Frozen. <laughs> frozen. Frozen colon. Frozen. colon. Frozen. Space docking. <laughs> He's frozen his colon. Oh dear. So what we're basically saying is there's a lot of things that Snowden can't do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope this has really cheered him up over in his prison cell. Because this is how it works when you live in South Africa, the braai thing. Like, if it's a day like today, like they have days like they have hot days, dear listener. Oh, it's a go- every day. It's a gorgeous, fresh hot so day. You, you buy oh, a big should, bag of meat. We should say we rec- we're recording this in South Africa. Oh, yeah. It's a this special is no expense spared. We, we threw a dart at a map. Yep. And uh, went to South Africa. Yeah, and, uh, the two things are unrelated. The, yeah. The dart, yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, sorry, sorry, Tom. So, if it's a nice day at work, you just buy a big bag of meat. Yes. You call up your mates and be like, whose house? Yeah. And then you just go around and, they and say, Hulari. Hulari. <laughs> yeah. You go around his house, you have a, you have a bit of uh, meat, and you just all stick it on the braai. You drink a beer, you have a swim in the pool, and then you go home. The thing is, Tom, Every day, you neither drink beer nor eat meat. I'd go in the pool, though, wouldn't I? You'd have a great time <laughs> in the pool. You'd go in the pool. And then you put the barbecue the out. Yeah. You absorb yourself window. straight into the pool. Oh. oh! Can you absorb on water? Yeah, of course you can. Oh my That's god! That's one of the best things about absorbing. Can you absorb on ice? Jesus was the first absorber <laughs> in, in the history of the world. So Zorba the Greek. Zorba the Greek was the second, second yeah. right? But Jesus was the first. And actually, and Wayne if you trace back most of his miracles, you can see that there was absorb involved. He, he absorbed. He absorbed water into wine. Like later you on. give me a Jesus miracle and. 
will Lazarus. Tell you yeah, Lazarus where... would be the first one. Yeah, so pick up thy Zorband roll. Yeah, it wasn't pick <laughs> that's up the exactly what he said. <laughs> that can't be right. Can pick up, pick up pick thy Zorban roll. roll. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great. Yeah, that's a t-shirt waiting to be made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd wear it. Oh, the and there was explaining that, you'd have to do. There was that time where they only had four and a half Zorbs, but they had thousands of people who wanted to Zorb. Yeah. And he broke all the Zorbs, and then they... There was, no, there was the enough Zorbs, Zorbs for everyone. The Red Letter Day company. The Zorbing on the Mount. That was the first Red Letter Day company. Was the Zorbing on the Mount. And if we think about it, guys, isn't the Resurrection the greatest Red Letter Day of them all? That's really great stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am thinking about it, but I'm worried that my brain's not allowing me to uh, come to the answer that I think you, you want me to have. The answer is thrice times yay. Thrice times <laughs> yay. <laughs> one for Jesus, one for his father, our Lord God. Two for course, a girl and three for a boy. And good morning, Mr. Magpie. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> there comes a point in every PBAM where we have a complete breakdown. Which come, happened very early come, in this one. Well, it's, well we've, we've had about three of them. We've had about three of them so far. One for Jesus, it, one for our Lord God, and one for that lovely little magpie It's pecking away all that wonderful gold. It's like we're talking in code for most of these these eps. That's only because we're communicating with Snowden. Oh, really? Yeah. We're, oh, we're trying to get... Oh, we're sending this whole thing. I tell you what, code. Fucking hell. We're, right, This because code. Do you remember when you were a kid? It was all about secret codes. It was codes. all about secret codes. Yeah. How much time and effort did you put into secret codes? We definitely spent a lot of time on secret codes. Oh as, my as God, kids. and that's gone now. Although, I guess if you were right for the internet, uh, you're probably full on into codes. <gasps> I, I, uh, the Huffington Post? My blog, <laughs> it's, my blog's got loads of secret messages in lemon juice on it. Really? Oh, oh, that was the other thing as well, like lemon juice or um, uh, you could write with a candle. With a candle, yeah. Is that the font ink? that you use on Word? Lemon juice. <laughs> lemon juice, yeah. Well, the equivalent of that now is you turn the letters into white, don't you? That's send a blank right. email. Highlight it. Oh, highlight make it. it black. Send it into... Send that's good stuff. That's it, isn't it? That's good stuff. The next time you think you've got a blank email from me, think again, bitches. Should we... It's Snowden communicating. So what I'm thinking is, <laughs> listener dear, should we come up with some kind of code? Because when we had our secret signal... Yeah. ...that I think we haven't talked about really this series, but it's... It's cool to have a secret signal. It's very cool to have so a secret signal. So it's the tap signal. of the head and the right finger circle in the air. Yeah, so just, it, it, we'll explain it. So yeah, if, if you're walking down the street and you see one of us, or you see someone you think might be a PBAM listener, yeah. I mean, that's a bigger if gamble than see one of if us. If someone's got a, head, a pair of headphones on and they're pissing themselves with laughter, yeah. Chances are good chance. to my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> very strong pod. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, so... Tapping, tap on the head. Tapping on the head. Two or three taps. Tap, tap on the head, and then we'll do a sort of circle in the air as if you're sort of making a little tornado with your finger. Yeah. Um, That's it. So we've got a secret single. That's good. But should we we've have... We've got a secret single. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you not heard? It's Christmas number one. Nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. knows it. <laughs> That's our single. <laughs> we've done a reworking of the semi-sonic classic. Yeah. Christmas in the Embassy. <laughs> we'll play Edward Snowden. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It'll be lonely this Christmas. We're an embassy. We're all going for different jokes. We, <laughs> we should all work on the lyrics together before we record the song. Oh, oh, no, oh my God. I tell you what, would you like to sing a song? We'll give you the title. We'll all sing it and see how many of the words we get the same. I think that's not a bad idea. What, any, like a, pre, a pre-written song? No, no, it's a song we're going to write right now. We're okay. going to sing our versions, okay? Yes. okay. Uh, so, uh, okay, one, one word each for the title. Yes. So uh, it's going to be... Uh, lovely stuff, everyone. <laughs> lovely stuff, everyone. Here we go. A so one, it's Pappy's. Two, a one, uh, two, three. 
three, four. Love list of everyone. We're having, having a great nice time. time. Fucking hell. Can't list we of everyone. Get some wine. And don't you know. We have a tasty meal. And everyone rewards for listening to the song. Fact. This is the worst moment in the history of Pappy's Bangers and Mash. I wanna Everybody's go down the street nice to where my baby lives. I wanna knock on my baby, my little baby, and my baby so nice to see. We'll hang a song. We'll have a song. What is this? What is this? What is this? I thought we'd invented a new type of music. I thought we'd invented a new type of music, but we hadn't. Ah! The Flaming Lips have done that before. The Flaming Lips. Everything we want to do, Zorbing. Singing songs at the same with time as each other with, a, with the flaming lips of podcasting. Basically, we haven't been relevant since 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the soft bulletin came out, people went, bloody hell, they're the future of music. And then they're like, nah. no, no, we're not. Sorry, we're not, guys. We're going we're gonna to re-release Cats in the Cradle, but call it a different thing. Right. <laughs> so, father and son. Father and son, yeah. So, um, what I would like to know is what our code can be. Oh, that's a good one because like if we could or if right we could, so if we could have a coded message in this podcast oh, like at the end so so if if someone's listening to it, oh sorry this might be a different thing but if someone's listening to the podcast like like that thing of when uh detectives in films kind of when spies meet up and they're like uh, the sunset is very nice tonight Absolutely. so they say in moscow but not in berlin Yes, yes, that yes, kind yes. of thing. But you can't say that. You can't say yes, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Just, just give me the fucking briefcase, man. And you'd, you'd be sitting on two park benches, both reading the newspaper, but like looking straight ahead. Yeah. And, oh. and if someone says it to them, you have to give them your bag. <laughs> I mean, that's not what we agreed for. I mean, oh my god, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a, an international bag swap. That's, if you see another P-Bam listener and you say the su- the sunset's lovely and they say yes, but not in Berlin. In Moscow, but not in Berlin. Yes, in Moscow, but not in Berlin. Just swap bags and head swap off. bags. And, and whatever's in their bag, you get it. Oh my God, that's fucking, that's an exciting thing. It's like that changing lanes with um, Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. Is that right? The swap, the swap briefcase, yeah, they yeah. They swap briefcase, isn't it? Changes their day for the worse. It's lucky it doesn't change today for the better, otherwise it wouldn't have been quite such a good film, would it? Yeah, Morgan Freeman has slightly better sandwiches <laughs> than Affleck's An apple and a tonics tea cake. This is the best day ever! That would be actually, like, Morgan finds out he's got a bigger lunch than expected because it's Affleck's lunch. Oh, Affleck, Affleck packs likes... a hearty lunch, doesn't he? Oh, I he bet packs he does that. Four rounds of butties! Bloody hell! Four That's what Freeman's thinking. Four <laughs> rounds of butties! I'd love that was to an hear that. Morgan Freeman impression, by the way. <laughs> Four <laughs> rounds of butties! Bloody <laughs> hell! <laughs> they I call him Red, he can get things. What's that Vince Vaughn film where he has to go for four dinners? Uh, it's called Four Christmases. Right, so Morgan Fre- it's like that, but Morgan Freeman has to have four rounds of butties. Four rounds of, of sandwiches. Whereas on Affleck's, Affleck's scene is this. Oh, man. Quinoa salad? That's not going to get me till three. That's <laughs> <laughs> not going to Can I have a deep pan pizza? Yeah, it's him on the phone. <laughs> the Sounds disappointment, like Rude Dog. The disappointment on Affleck's face when he realises he's got Morgan's lunch. I would, you know what? Because <laughs> Morgan's a thin man, isn't he? He is, he is a thin man. He, is, he looks after lean. himself. Yeah. Affleck lives high on the bloody hog. Affleck is the kind of guy who wakes up and cracks an egg in his gob. 
<laughs> a frozen egg. One of Snowden's frozen eggs. <laughs> like an ice that's, lolly. That's the start of the movie. <laughs> he, he gets it out. Ugh, this frozen egg's partially defrosted. It's freezing. Give me a deep pan pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who are you now? That's, that's, that's Affleck. Affleck. That's oh, our that's man. Hey, do you like apples? <coughs> well, how do you like... That's not him. That's, that's, um, <laughs> how do you like these frozen eggs? How do you like frozen eggs? <laughs> how do you like those frozen sperms? Goodwill Hunting 2. I've frozen my apples. <laughs> Starring Edward Snowden. <laughs> Edward Snowden Hunting 2. <laughs> oh, do you think... Dear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he plays hide-and-seek in the embassy, does Edward Snowden? Well, he's sort of playing a giant It's a little microcosm of, of his life. He's hiding in plain sight. That's what hiding in plain sight means, isn't it? Fact, no. Do you know what I heard about Snowden? Go on. I heard but he has a robot in America and with an iPad as a face and he attends <laughs> premieres and high, no, high parties as a robot. It. I swear to God. Does he? I've heard it from two different sources. Well, I tell you what. We'll, so, go, we'll go with the ultimate source on Edward Snowden knowledge. Um, does Edward Snowden have a robot, producer Pex, with a an iPad for a face? Now, it's one cluck for no, two clucks for yes. Two clucks for yes this time. Okay. Oh, and three clucks for I don't know. Oh, so it's yes and no. <laughs> he doesn't what? know. Is this the most demeaning thing we've made someone do? Uh, for us. <laughs> I think... The, the thing is, we always demean ourselves first. That's very true. That's true. Um, Producer so, Pegs, do you find the clocking system demeaning? Uh, 15 clucks for yes, <laughs> one cluck for no. <laughs> I'd love it if he laid an egg. <laughs> a frozen egg! Frozen We're going to have a baby! Pex lays, Pex lays a Snowden's egg. I'm going to have to send this back as a real Snowden's egg. So, yeah, Snowden attends, like, diplomatic parties and premieres as a ro- with, with, like, a robot with an iPad. And, what does uh, the robot look like? Like Johnny Five? I, I don't know. I assume so. <laughs> I imagine every I assume robot. most robots like Johnny don't Five. Don't you feel like you would have seen a photo of it rather than just someone describing Honestly, it? Honestly, I think I've read it. Like I'm pretty sure it, it happens. That's amazing. Should we start doing that? But also, do, do, well, I think well, we could get him on as a guest. We're never invited to any premieres, so we'd have to crash the oh, premieres in the true. first place. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to get invited to premieres. If we could pretend to be Edward Stone's Should we robot? invite the premiere? <laughs> yeah. Do we hack into Edward's It's like the guy robot. who pretended to be Sidney Poitier's son. We could be... <laughs> God. Who's that? I don't think we could get away with that. No, no, no. But, that's, <laughs> but we could get away with being Edward Stone's is, robot. Is, is Sidney Poitier South African? Because uh, if we well, are... You do what I am. So getting into that premiere. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Who pretended to curry and chips? <laughs> um, that was. I thought that was deliberately French. Oh! <laughs> Which, by the way, is the perfume I'm wearing at the moment. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very French nice. From Jean Paul Gaultier. On the fromage. No, it's not on the fromage. <laughs> that's cheese. That's just a man of cheese. Um, du fromage. Man of cheese. You've just described yourself, mate. I mean, that's the, that's the perfume you've been wearing since the age of about 14, I'd say. Om um, du fromage. Om mm, um, du fromage. Um, What's that, primula? <laughs> just on, on the toothbrush. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> nice bit of brie under the old armpits. Um, so do you think we could get away with being Snowden's robot? Also, don't people just go up and try and like watch um, like Lego Netflix Batman on his, on his, uh, yeah, on his face? Well, I wouldn't... 
Also, imagine if like someone knocks him over. Imagine getting stuck talking to him. Or imagine him getting stuck in a corner and he can't negotiate his way out of the corner. <laughs> Snowden's had one too many. Snowden. Do you think he gets pissed and gropey as a robot? That's what I'd do if I started to sit there. Yeah, I know. I'd get, I mean, I've, I've seen you, man. You get, get, pissed, you get pissed and gropey and it's just me and Clarky and producer Pegs. I'd get half a bottle of whiskey in me yeah. and, and send my robot up to no good. I'd see if my robot could pickpocket George Clooney. Stuff like that. <laughs> It'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd be like, what could Snowden's robot do? Or like, the, the ladies are going to their robot? toilet and they'd hear like, good evening, girls. And it would be like, Snowden's robot no, come out and be like, turning this am. into kind of porkies. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a new movie pitch. Snowden's robot, short circuit three, Snowden's robot. Snowden's robot, though, presumably isn't... Like, why are you getting Sloan's robot to commit extra crimes? The fact that the robot is able to move in the world is because he hasn't committed any crimes. If the first thing he does is go and molest somebody <laughs> or rob somebody, then I guess that's like... But it's, it's cheeky crime. No, it absolutely isn't. <laughs> We're getting into very dangerous territory if you describe going into the women's toilets and getting gropey as cheeky crime. No, yeah, no. I'd say like, I'd say like you could pinch Clooney's bum, right? That'd be okay. I don't You could like... tweak Cumberbatch's nip. Right? <laughs> no. I am going right? to say and you any could... unwanted sexual attention, whether by robot or by you, and let's face it, it's more about you than it is no, the robot. No, but this is Snowden's problem is his robot's naughtier than he is. So, like, it's like He's Short lost Circuit control. 3. Short Circuit 3, it's like, hey, robot, let's go and talk to the mayor of Toronto. And they go over, and it's like, and then the robot's like, hey, Nice tits on your wife. <laughs> Snowden's, <laughs> Snowden's like, whoa, whoa. The, I'm the, sorry, that was robot. Uh, and he's like, the mayor of Toronto, the guy who uh, uh, didn't he smoke a load of crack and died. That's oh, a he bad died. Example, yeah, yeah. yeah he passed <laughs> away. Let's say the prime minister of Canada, the the cool dude. Yeah, the, oh, right, yeah. the, the liberal dude. Cool dude, cool dude, prime minister guy. Um, so what's you go wait, over. I can't remember his name. Produce pecks. Um, uh, peck it out in Morse code, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you go you're talking to the Prime Minister of Canada and like the, the robot goes off piste basically it says like girl your son's an ugly guy <laughs> Whoa, robot your son's an ugly guy yeah. he's not nice I know though. that's the problem like the robots the robots I, I t the robot did time in Iraq. He was an ex-bomb disposal... Uh, he's Hurt Locker. He's Hurt Locker hurt robot. Hurt Locker 2. Right. Edward so, Stone's yeah, right. so, so, so the robot did time... He did two tours of Iraq um, doing the bomb disposal and it's it's affected him and he's got like a laissez-faire attitude to life. He don't obey the rules. He doesn't and, like walking uh, around the supermarket. And now he's got Snowden's face on him and he's on diplomacy duty. They're the original odd couple. This is this is weird. This is actually good, you know. The, isn't... Yeah, so it's the guy who it's the guy who can't leave the embassy, and his robot who's a loose cannon. The robot oh, is an ex-military loose cannon. It's a bit like two thousand and one: A Space Odyssey as well, isn't it? Is that what that's about? Because I've never I've never known. And also, I've got, <laughs> yeah. right? It's basically the same it's basically it's, it's basically, basically the that. robot uh, learns. Got a sex robot. The robot learns, right? He learns to love that sometimes the biggest bombs you can dispose are social ones. Ah, oh, that's if you good stuff. Detonate a social bomb; it can be as damaging as a. Bomb. <laughs> and the final shot is him uh is him with sunglasses on obviously the robot yeah. and, he says, uh, and he says nice tits on all of us <laughs> yeah. yes yes we'll always be together <laughs> together in electric dreams and the doorbell of the embassy goes and snowden's upstairs alone and he goes down and the, the and, and the robot's there with a the chef's hat on and a barbecue in his hand Oh yeah, because he can have a barbecue. Because he can have a barbecue in his hand. 
He can and grill. Like, I'm here to defuse your heart. Oh my god, this is the best Snowden movie I've ever seen. <laughs> is Snowden his own genre now? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've all got a Snowden movie in us. That's what they say. Everyone, Everyone you see has got, has got a Snowden yeah. movie. In I think them. we finally cracked it though. The Snowden robot. I love the fact that he's an ex, he's an exorac bomb disposal robot. He's done time, like he's done his kind of. He's, he's done his, his he's, tour. He's yeah. earned. He's earned a shift. Yeah, and there's a reason he's got a screw loose. Literally. So he's got. Yeah. He's got a lit- <laughs> well, that's the final. Someone just tightens the screw and he's fine. <laughs> he's all right. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I think, but that should be the moment. They're like, he, he's been looking around for a screwdriver. And then someone gives him a screwdriver, a Phillips head screwdriver, and a goes, cocktail. you could finally, no, yeah. <laughs> and that, that, he short circuits and he dies. No, they, they finally, he's like, um, he's like, I guess I can screw my loose screw. And they go, hang on a second. Hang on, that is, a, that is award-winning dialogue. I guess I, I, can, I can screw, screw my loose screw. <laughs> I guess I can tighten my loose screw. And then, and then, and then uh, Edward Stone goes, actually, mate, it's the loose screws that make us who we are. Oh my God. <gasps> Don't tighten it. Do and not then it, touch it. Do not touch it. It's it is a lot of prawns in yes. District Nine. But also stop telling the Canadian Prime Minister's daughter to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> because that is causing us a diplomatic problem. A, a diplomatic, diplomatic community. Is that why you guys? Why you guys thought he was South African? Because he's got diplomatic community. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh the only way you can qualify for diplomatic community is to have a South African accent. Oh no. I've not even seen that film either. Diplomatic community. <laughs> Puppies, bangers and mash, or P-Bam 2.8, or the T-T-T-Babator. <laughs> I, like I, don't know. I like the Terminator. Yes, I like it. But ruder was improvised, written, and performed by Tom Parry, uh, Steve Backley, Javelin. Oh, favorite oh. Olympiad. Um, a favorite Oli- Olympiad. Uh, like yeah, put something somebody performed in the Olympics. That's right. Um, oh, um, uh, uh, Matthew Crosby, uh, Ellie Simmons. Uh, ben Clark, Linford Christie. Drugs cheat, Linford Christie. Oh, come on, mate. He's, he's, We've all had a, a legend. Sniff. We've all had a bit. And it was produced <laughs> by producer Pex. <laughs> whose favourite Olympiad is a chicken. Oh, yeah. Seems fair enough. Seems fair enough. Seems fair enough. Seems absolutely fair enough. So, uh, keep your reviews coming in. Roll Uh, them along. Roll them along, folks. Yes. Uh, Last time we asked you to review uh, the podcast in the style of like a movie, and we had some great ones, really, really funny ones. Uh, We had uh, Ellie Gels, who said, uh, so good, it's a must watch before and after you die. Oh my God, that's going on the poster. That's definitely going on the poster. We're getting posters, everyone. I know every 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 month we promise merch that never arrives. Never delivers. That's one of our things. <laughs> uh, we also had this one, uh, Move Over Hunger Games. Uh, Crosby has never been better. Parry's bold choices must be heard to be believed. Clarkie's portrayal of confusion and rejection will break your heart. Producer Pex looks set to replace the minions in the nation's heart. That is from DeRoof Trouser. Yeah, I also thank you very much for the pictures that came in of producer Pex being a cartoon chicken. Oh, that was very strong. Really strong. Some very strong. Really work. strong. Oh, very and the dude who actually made the app. Someone made an app. It's not really an app. And I no. don't know how to, where, to, where we can put it because it was just a little link to a website. But we'll stick it on our Twitter. Oh, it's so of, funny. It's an How's That Gonna Do? How's That Gonna how's Do? That how's That Gonna, gonna Do? do? Yes. App. 
I'll Bless you, dear it. listeners. You're working away. You're beavering away. Uh, this month, can you send in reviews? But they have to be written only in fact. Yes. It's a very fact-based episode. Or so you, can, you can throw an opinion in there. No, no opinions. Just what? fact. Just facts. Just pure fact. Okay. Fact. 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 Their review, reviews, like, for example, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but fact, this is a five-star podcast. Two stars. <laughs> um, and um, so, yes, write your reviews. In fact, um, have a jolly good month. We'll be back in September. Can't wait. Love you all. Had fun? Yeah. yeah tremendous fun. fun. All right, then. Anything else to say? Well, I guess. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Fact The voice you are listening to is Snowden's robot. Nice tits on your wife. Nice tits on all of us. Now, let's dance. A one, two, three, four. Lovely stuff, everyone. We're having a great time. Can't we all get a lot of wine? And don't you know, we're having a tasty meal. And everyone in just how we feel. I wanna go down the street nice to where my baby lives. I wanna go down my meet my little baby and my baby so nice. We'll sing a song. We'll have a Why is this? Why is this? I don't know. I don't know. I thought we'd invented a new type of music. I thought we'd invented a new type of music, but we hadn't.